Welcome to the Bulletproof Marketer, everybody. Christopher Tompkins here, CEO of The Go Agency. Got a great show for you today, full of no BS marketing advice for marketers by marketers. So I'm going to lead the charge today um, on uh, against terrible marketing advice. So the hell of a show that we got today, we're going to be talking about in our trend spotting section, we're going to be talking about some, a couple new things that LinkedIn is doing that you need to, that you need to know about. Um, TikTok, we're going to be talking about some e-commerce options that are going to be rolling out pretty soon. So uh, definitely something of interest. And then uh, we're going to be talking about Instagram rolling out subscriptions as well, which is another uh, monetization thing that we need to be uh, aware of, um, especially for our businesses, our brands and our influencers. Then we're going to go into our um, main topic section, which is going to be, is social media dead? Um, spoiler alert, it's not, but we'll talk about that a little bit more then. Then in the BPM versus Stockholm syndrome, we're going to be talking about the struggle in creating a human angle for a brand and how you can do that when kind of the stakes are against you a lot. Um, then in the silver bullet section, I'm going to give you a really great piece of advice that's easy for you to apply to give you that edge and make you more bulletproof. So folks, let's go right into our um, topics for today. Um, it's been uh, a really wild news news time <laughs> for, uh, for digital. Uh, there's been so many news stories that have come out. I mean, obviously, We've had Twitter moving and rebranding to X. We've had the rise of threads. We have all of these other extra elements that are popping up here and there, like chat GPT and um, AI videos. And so there's a lot of things happening. So it's I would say it's an exciting time for, for marketers. It can be a little bit of a dispersing time because it's like, what the hell do I have to focus on first? Um, and for all the marketers out there, you know the answer to that. Got to focus on all of it at the same time, right? <laughs> It's no, there's no like real chipping away. You have to really dive in head first. So let me give you a little bit of help, right? Let's go into um, the first, the first story we have is um, the LinkedIn story, which we have a couple different um, new tools and LinkedIn updates that you just kind of need to know about. And I took this from the social media examiner, which has some great information sometimes um, that, uh, and this one is about a couple different LinkedIn tools. So this one is probably my least favorite because I feel that it's going to be overused and misused. And if you haven't listened to the quickie on AI, you should definitely take a, we, I put out BPM quickies every so often. Um, I did one on chat GPT and AI that I think would be useful. It's a quick lesson, but it kind of goes, it dovetails nicely with this topic. Um, number one, the, the, the first new, uh, um, the first new update is that LinkedIn AI, LinkedIn is going to introduce AI tools and technology. So ugh, draft with AI is going to be what you're able to do. So you're going to be able to do some post ideation um, through uh, your regular update that you post on LinkedIn. So um, this is not something that is uh, all over the place right now. And not everyone has the opportunity. Um, but if you're part of the beta, you just basically open a new post and you look for the draft with AI option. It's actually in the um, post box and then it will help you draft with AI. Okay, what do I think about that? Um, I think that that is an interesting thing for LinkedIn to be doing because LinkedIn is also really restrictive with AI profiles. 
this is something that happens a lot. There's lots of AI profiles that are that are coming up on lots of different platforms. Instagram's a really big offender of that, um, but also LinkedIn is as well because there's lots of people that are using these profiles to do these really big aggressive outreach campaigns um, through. So it's hard to see if someone's genuine or not. Um, so what they've been doing is they have all of these tools to remove these profiles and remove these AI profiles. But then at the same time, with the other hand, they're introducing AI technology into the writing um, of posts. Now, what do I think about this? I Again, I in that quickie, I told you what I think about that. <laughs> I don't think AI is going to replace <laughs> writers or content creators. Um, excuse me. I think what it's going to do is people that are able to use AI are going to replace people that don't know how to use AI. So AI is not going to give you an authentic voice. It's going to give you the voice of the AI. So if you're trying to become a thought leader, you're trying to really um, establish yourself as a brand, you have to be very careful with using these AI tools on social because perhaps there are some words or some phrases that are used that everyone starts finding out that these are AI phrases that they'll start calling you out because you're not catching them because you're not maybe reading thoroughly enough through the posts that AI are creating. Here's, here's my biggest tip with AI. If you are using it, please make sure that you read it out loud and it sounds like you. Um, that is my tool that I use when I'm editing or proofreading anything that I've, I've done myself, any content that I've written or my team has when I'm before it gets to the client. I always read it out loud to see if it sounds human. Because social media needs to sound human and especially LinkedIn because LinkedIn is the professional version, right? This is your business ver business face and, uh, you know, and your visibility uh, of your content is going to be, you know, important to building your brand or your company's brand or your whatever visibility that you want. So be careful with this. Okay. That's the first one. The second one is um, LinkedIn is going to introduce some conversation tools. So um, there's going to be three new filters that you're going to be able to sort when you're looking at your notifications, and it's going to be all my posts and mentions. But now you can go through and get notifications for lots of different things, messages, groups, attending events, news and reports. There's lots of different things. Now, I think that the this article talks about it being an overwhelming experience. I think notifications are over. I think if you are overwhelmed by notifications, you are not bulletproof. So bulletproof looks at notifications as engagement opportunities, not as flies that are around my head. Okay. So if I'm seeing alerts from all of these different things, I'm seeing different things that I can interact with. I see people that are engaging that I can then engage with. I see people that are online that want to be spoken with and want to be, you know, engaged with, shall I say that again? So notifications for me are, um, I, I always say notifications are porn because it's, it's, it's kind of like it's, or candy, even if you want to use that one, it's kind of Moorish. It's kind of something that you're looking at and it's exciting. Um, because it shows there's opportunities. If you go into an account, if you go into, um, for example, like whenever we take on a new client, if we're going through and we're looking at their social media, if there's no notifications going on anywhere, I'm excited because I know that I can affect a lot of change. If there are notifications, I'm also excited because they're further along and they are connected and they have the ball rolling and then we can improve upon that. So notifications, and I say this to my team, 
are exciting. So you should be exciting and not annoyed by them. So I like the idea that I can, I can find some new notifications and then I can kind of search through them because this way I'll be able to see what is the best, um, the best options for me to, in, to kind of move forward with. So there's so many going on this way you could sort them. So you can kind of get your messaging and do all of them in batches, maybe even to save time. So for me, this is great. Um, another, another LinkedIn change is that they're going to start doing streaming ads on LinkedIn. Um, so it's going to let you serve ads to LinkedIn users via streaming platforms. Um, uh, how do I think about this? I don't hold your breath on this one. I think that this is pretty ambitious. I don't know if this is, it, 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 I don't want to say bad things about Microsoft, but you kind of read between the lines on that one. Um, I don't think that this is going to be something that's going to be super big very soon. Do I feel like you need to pay attention to it? Absolutely, you should, especially if you're advertising on LinkedIn, because I would bet I would venture a guess that um, one of the things that I always talk about, if you're bulletproof, you're an early adopter. What do early adopters get? Cheaper ads. <laughs> what happens is any of the features that um, any of the features that these platforms roll out, if you are using them before anybody else, you get more benefit out of them. For example, when when LinkedIn newsletters rolled out for the first time and you were able to build your own and send it out, they were favoring newsletters and the algorithm because they wanted more people to create them. When they started doing polls through your, or through your own profile, they favored that in the algorithm, it blew up. So these are things, this is why early adopters get a little bit more bang for their buck because they can do something completely um, organic at a less cost, um, you know, for advertising, but even if it's just organic and posted, you're going to get more play out of it because they're favoring it. So keep your eye on streaming ads. I don't know if they're really going to roll it out super soon to everybody or even to a select few, but just kind of keep your eyes on the, on that, on the track, because it could be something that could be useful for you. All right, let's get out of the LinkedIn world and move over to the TikTok universe. So um, this is something that's interesting to watch, especially if you are dealing with an e-commerce brand. I would say this is, I would flag this story. Um, on The Verge, I read this. It was um, TikTok's online marketplace for the US could launch in August, okay? TikTok's powerful algorithm could make it a rival to Amazon, even as it deals with potential ban in the US. Okay, yes, 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 TikTok has issues. TikTok has like bans or their security problems or this, that, and what the, uh, the next one. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. What am I going to do? Am I going to not do anything? Just like hang back in the cut, and wait for it to be like, okay, across the board. No, you got to try it out. <laughs> so they're going to launch the, its e-commerce business in um, early August, I believe. Yeah. Early August. And it's going to be similar to the sold by quote unquote sold by Amazon program. Um, and it's online marketplace will store and ship a variety of products from sellers, sellers based in China, including clothes, kitchen gadgets, and electronics. So the TikTok shopping center describes um, described contains different channels where users can browse through, buy products, that kind of thing. It's going to, TikTok's going to handle the marketing, transaction, logistics, and after sales services, while users will get the ability to leave reviews um, online. So it's been, okay. This has been in the works for a while, right? I've heard this a, a, for, a, for a long time because this is something that's already active in other territories. Um, 
I would say if you are an e-commerce brand and you do have um, any sort of implications with where your items are shipped out of, and China is one of those places, I would definitely kind of perk up your ears a little bit because right now it's it's for China, but it could broaden, right? There's different, there's different um, territories that this could move into. So is it something that you need to jump on right now? No, but it's definitely something that I would watch and see how it unfolds and see what it looks like, see how it, it how how people explain how to do it. If they put out how to how to sign up for the e-commerce program, sign up, take a look at it, just see how things are going. Don't get deep, but understand how it is because if you want to be bulletproof, you got to be early. You can't be late. You have to be in, you have to be on top of it. So TikTok is rolling that out. Also, if we're talking about making money off of your accounts, Instagram also has subscriptions rolling out to 10 more countries, um, Brazil, Canada, Japan, and the UK amongst more. And this is basically um, allowing creators to monetize their um, accounts by offering exclusive content to paid subscribers. So um, there are uh, five subscriber only benefits that you can offer, basically exclusive posts, exclusive stories, reels, and live broadcasts. So think about it like this. So this podcast that you're listening to is absolutely free, right? If you download it, you get it for free. Great. I could monetize this by putting it onto a um, subscription platform such as Patreon. And then when I'm on Patreon, I could charge for each one of the podcasts, or I could do these for free and then do a component that's paid. That's a little bit next level, more inner circle, that type of thing and pay a subscription on it. So <clears throat> a lot of people are able to do this, not just influencers, uh, businesses can do this. So this is, this does have interesting um, applications, but the idea of subscriptions based on channel content is still new. So this is going to be something that's going to be very influencer driven first. And then again, I think brands could probably get into it at some point, but people don't want to pay for brand access. They want to pay for information access, fun content access, things that they enjoy. Um, so <clears throat> there are ways of looking at this as a viable business opportunity, but it's early. So think about it. I mean, if I, if I had a dollar for every person that said, how am I going to use Instagram for my business? <laughs> I mean, uh, look at us now. <laughs> Everyone's using it for their business in one way, shape or form. So all in all, Instagram, um, TikTok and LinkedIn offering some interesting new ways to utilize their platforms. The best things uh, since sliced bread? No, but I definitely think that these are things that you should pay attention to because they could probably have some use in the future for your business. All right. After the break, we're going to talk about our main topic today, which is, is social media dead? Uh-oh. Find out after the break. Get creative and get healthy. Avoid sugar and add tasty fizz to anything. Hey folks, if you know me, I am always, uh, don't go anywhere without uh, a little tumbler full of carbonated water. I love my sparkling water. And I've been using the soda maker brands for a while and, uh, you know, very happily. But then I found a game changer and that game changer is Drinkmate. Drinkmate can directly sparkle any cold drink. Their specially engineered system lets you carbonate almost anything. Now you could easily add tasty sparkle to water, to juice, to iced tea, cocktails, wine, and more. Honest to gosh, I had a gathering at my house. We ran out of champagne. I had some Chardonnay. 
got some Chardonnay, put it in the drink mate, and made it into a sparkly Prosecco. There's fantastic ways. And really, there isn't any limit to the combinations that you can try. With Drinkmate, you could be creative and explore new sparkling drinks that weren't even possible to make before. And guess what? You control what goes in them. So avoid that excessive sugar and harmful chemicals and make it healthy for you, your family, and your loved ones. Get started today by visiting www.idrinkproducts.com. Again, that's www.i, the letter I, drinkproducts.com and learn more about how you can change your life with Drinkmate. Okay, we're back. So today's big topic is social media debt. I love saying that as a headline because I hate that headline. <laughs> it's social media dead. Is something dead? It's usually it's usually not dead when someone says it is. Um, they're just trying to grab your attention, or they're speaking to everybody's doubts around the um, the topic. In this case, is social media dead? I did a recent poll on LinkedIn. I love doing polls on LinkedIn. If you see any of my polls, please please vote. I'd love I'd love to hear everyone's like takes on stuff. I do mostly I, I do them mostly in groups, um, but uh, in marketing digital marketing groups on LinkedIn. But one that we did, um, we got, um, we actually got around 7,000 responses on it. And the question was, has so, um, what March, what, which marketing channel has had the most influence on your recent purchase decisions? And 56% said social media. Why is that meaningful? Because 3% said TV ads or televised ads. 9% said online display ads, including Google, and 31% said word of mouth. So what's interesting about that is that word of mouth and social media tie very closely together. So word of mouth is something that social media can help feed. So how does, it, how does that work? Well, if you're putting out content and people are engaging with it, and then more people are seeing it, and they're, they're connecting with you so they can see more of your content and you continually educate them and tell them the value of your brand or your products, your services, what have you, then those people are going to maybe not be your end users, but they could tell somebody else about you because they've heard about you. They've seen about you and they maybe recognize that they have a friend or a partner or a peer that has a similar problem that your product or service can solve. That's pretty much saying in my mind here, when I'm looking at this, that 56% of people said social media and 31%. So I'm looking at that is almost like 87% can be attributed to some sort of digital influence. So <clears throat> why do I say that up front? I say that up front because anytime that um, something changes on social media that creates a little bit of discord with a marketing or sale uh, the sales or leads of a company or companies at large it's usually like the next thing we know everything's dead right so when we change when apple changed the privacy uh, features on their phone to ask websites not to track then you kind of start losing all of your data for advertising well there was these wonderful digital marketers out there that had create these beautiful digital ads that were working like gangbusters. They didn't really have to do anything because they were working for so long. And then one day they stopped working. And then it was like, oh my God, I can't get the same results I did by doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> After I developed my system, I just kind of like rested on my laurels. Now I got to figure this whole new thing out. Oh my God, this is the end of social media. 
privacy is not the end of social media. Restrictions is not the end of social media. It's never going to go away, folks. It's always going to be there. And it's always going to provide a like a discussion around society and the products and services and topics and interests that we have. So I, I think that making a broad sweep at is this dead or is that dead? Even if we're saying, oh, Facebook's dead. Oh my God, no one's there on Facebook. No one uses Facebook. Like, then why do I have 375 engagements on a Facebook post on a business page? Like, that doesn't say no one's there. It says that there's a very specific market there. And this is the point that I really wanted to make here in this, in this main topic today. We're starting to see social media become more specialized to help people like to communicate and also around what they want to talk about. So you have a channel like Discord. Discord started off as a gamer channel. It was basically anyone that wanted to talk about um, the games that they were playing and that type of thing, like video games specifically. And then it started to move over to other topics. And why would people want to go to Discord? It's a freaking video game channel. Well, because it was completely private and it was invite only and it was exclusive feeling. That's... That's a marketing ploy. And that is a really great way of using Discord to your advantage. So it's, then we have, um, oh, okay, people don't like Elon. Oh gosh, Elon's ruining Twitter and now he's named it X and we don't know what's going on. Well, people were like, well, you know what? I don't like how Twitter's going and I don't like these certain factors about the changes that they're going to make. So we're creating our own network, which was Mastodon. And Mastodon was something that wasn't, it was an answer to that. Then- when Zucks saw that there was a little bit of a chink in the armor on Twitter, they developed threads, which was kind of like an amalgam of pretty much, like, I don't know. Uh, the jury's still out on that one. But here's the thing. There's going to be different people that are going to be at different platforms. I'm not going on to LinkedIn and trying to sell widgets. I'm not going on to um, Facebook and looking for senior recruitment. Now I could, but it wouldn't give me the same results if I went to a hyper-relevant place where there's tons of people within my target audience. So this is the thing. Social media is not dead. It's evolving. And as it evolves, it's going to start coming up with these subcultures. And these subcultures are going to be new sites. And each one of these sites is going to be specifically built to the wants and needs. And it's going to attract a specific audience. You have to understand how to speak to that audience on that platform if those are your target audience members. So it's going to create more, less of a kind of like a buckshot and more of a laser precision approach to marketing, which is very important for you to understand. Because if you're going to market to, um, if you're just doing the same kind of one size fits all, if you're breathing oxygen, you can use my product type approach, that it's an it's an, it's it's kind of getting outdated that thing okay it's been outdated for a while but it still worked because you could put some ads together that would work and grab everyone's information and target them down to like how many like you know um what's what's their how many heartbeats per minute kind of thing um but now you can't so you can use these new communities that are coming up as really great targeting opportunities like i said if you want to be bulletproof you jump in early when you see these new communities, get involved, try them out. And this is how you're going to get smarter and you're going to be ahead. I, I never let articles dictate where I need to go. 
I can use them as an indicator. So if I see like, oh my gosh, um, Twitter has changed to X and these three new features were just unleashed. I'm going to go check out those features and try them out immediately. I'm not going to be like, oh God, new features. Oh, Elon, there it goes again. I'm going to see, okay, I have clients. We have campaigns on Twitter, which is now X. So how am I going to proceed? I'm going to tell my clients that Twitter is now X. So we're going to refer it to X in reports. We're going, you know, you got to jump on fast. And what, what, oh my God, but what if it changes back? Should we wait like for three months before and then kind of get in there? That's not bulletproof. That's kind of, you're, you're, you're a late adopter. You have to be an early adopter. And that's why keeping, keeping an open mind when it comes to the social media landscape is going to help you understand that it's not dead. It's just going to be constantly evolving. Look at LinkedIn adding AI to posts. Like that's going to probably start happening across the board. So what does that mean? That just basically we're going to all be computers talking to computers? It's it's interesting, right? Um, but I don't really foresee that being the case. I seeing as the computers helping us or the AI helping us to create better results. And, you know, uh, there's I mean, there's lots of different ways of chopping that up. But going back to the topic at hand, social media is not dead. It is thriving. It is going and it is evolving. Just be on the ride. Don't wait for the ride to be over and then ask the people getting off of it, how was it? Get on there. Get in there. All right, that's enough. I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about BPM versus Stockholm Syndrome on the Bulletproof Marketer. Hey, friends. At the Go Agency, my creative team is always on the lookout for the latest trends and best practices when it comes to marketing. Of course, as a total marketing nerd, I love this and can't wait to see what they find and share every day. It's something we do every morning. It's 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 just like such a team bonding thing, and we, we absolutely love diving into it. And every day our team combs through the latest digital marketing news and newsletters and blogs and everything that's available to us to find the best stories to share internally with our team. Every topic from chat GPT to social media to email marketing and SEO, we cover it all. But I don't believe in keeping good information all to myself, so we share this daily process with all of you via our Bulletproof Marketer newsletter. Our daily newsletter is packed with tips, trends, and best practices that will help you stay in the loop without having to read through tons of newsletters, blogs, and websites. You're busy. Give me a break. You don't want to do this. This is like the silver bullet. One-stop shop. Got everything you need. So totally free. No obligations, people. I'm not going to try to sell you everything constantly. This is just really great digital marketing tips that will help you level up your business. So sign up today for our daily email at gosalesandmarketing.com forward slash bulletproof dash marketer. Again, that's gosalesandmarketing.com forward slash bulletproof dash marketer. And if you like it, share the wealth with your peers, colleagues, and friends. Again, if you can't get there, go to gosalesandmarketing.com and a pop-up will take you where you need to go. Appreciate your support as always, friends. Enjoy. All right, I am back. We're going to be talking about BPM versus Stockholm Syndrome. So marketers, you know something. You are not crazy. You just think that you are. What I'm talking about is a marketer's Stockholm Syndrome where we all get so far into our heads that we can't even see reality, much less what's five feet in front of us. 
So in this section, if I can help just one marketer see through this and make them feel sane, then I've been successful in this segment. So what is our Stockholm Syndrome-esque topic today? It is, I can't create a human angle for my brand. Okay, so now let's think about beyond that, not just your brand. I'll give you an example. And this is this is not a real example if you're trying to like look through and see who was this actually was. This is not, this is a story from somebody else, not from one of my own clients. But I was talking to one of my peers a while back and they were talking about one of their clients and they were saying, you know, the, the marketing director is really struggling because it's a very stodgy brand. It was, I believe it was a financial advisory practice and they were very, just very direct, very trusted, you know, very, just very black and white in how they want their messaging. The problem was that they weren't very warm and fuzzy. So, and that was not their brand. They weren't going to go out and hug a tree or kiss baby. They were like, we mean business. So the problem is that they were trying, they were really struggling to get local affinity around their branding. They couldn't get people that were interested in, um, they weren't comfortable, people weren't comfortable enough with them. And they also didn't feel like they were really getting involved enough. So that marketer felt like she was at a dead end. There was no way she could do it. She tried to get them interested in um, doing some videos. They tried to say, get a, being a guest on podcast. They tried to do some blog articles that weren't so heavy. You know, um, she wanted to try to introduce some light features. They were not having it. So she was kind of ready to give up. And I completely understand. If you if you think about it, I've had to be in the seat for, I mean, we've been, the Go Agency's been going for now 15, going on 16 years. I had to get people interested in Instagram that didn't even take pictures. So how can I release the vibe of their brand without photographic evidence of what their brand actually did? So I'm kind of in the, uh, I'm kind of in the business of um, kind of opening people's minds to these types of topics. One of the things, and this is kind of like a really great way of doing it, is if you're, tr if you're struggling to create a human angle for the brand that you're working on or the brand that you own, all you have to do is tie in some sort of charitable aspect to the business, tie the business to a charity tie the business to giving back. Now, here's the thing. People that are um, the, the CEO or owners of businesses that are very, very black and white, very direct, very whatever, they are not usually against charitable giving. They're just very into what their brand is. They're very into that we're like, we're tough people that get results kind of thing. And, you know, we don't really have a sexy business. We sit behind computers and put, push paper around a desk all day long. It's not very exciting. Well, create excitement through some sort of charitable or socially conscious activity. And then I'm not saying like throw, a, throw an event or you don't necessarily have to do that. You could go to an event. You could be photographed at an event. You can be, you can be doing some charitable giving. You can do a fundraiser. There's lots of different ways that you can do that and find a, find a cause in the community that is aligned with the values of, of, of the, the brand. And it really works. And I think what really helps is that it connects the community to the business and starts creating a little bit more synergy and kind of greases the wheel just a little bit. 
Also, these people that do run the charities and then work on the charities have ties to the local community so they can drive that word of mouth to your business when something is suitable. So there are ways that it's, it's, it can be used as a lead generation vehicle, but from a more altruistic approach, it's something that you could do that is good, that creates wins for multiple people, wins for the charity and wins for your brand and then wins for your campaign. So you're able to really kind of elevate what you're trying to do and lighten it up a little bit. Um, and I do feel that that tie to charities really does work. Generally speaking, if you have someone, if you have a boss that's really hard to convince about every topic that you present, find something that is uh, that has a big status in the community. Um, so maybe it's the walk to end alls, or it is um, uh, a children's charity during Christmas, or a seniors charity during Christmas, or I don't know. I'm just throwing out some ideas, but find something that is valuable. Um, to, you know, obviously to the community um, through charitable giving and kind of latch, latch onto it. See if you can volunteer, see if there's volunteer opportunities, anything that you can do that's going to create a little bit of, uh, you know, obviously value for the charity, but also value for value for your brand overall as well, because it does, um, it does take two to tango and everyone understands kind of the value of that mutual beneficial relationship. The charities understand that they, they know business get involved for different reasons. They're not going to be like anti this idea, but I really do feel like it does create a lot. And um, I've done a couple of polls on LinkedIn as well about um, socially conscious brands um, and brands that are interested in charity. And so many uh, people that have voted in those polls say that they would be more apt to choose a brand that was socially conscious versus one that was not. So just, food for thought. Okay. Um, but if you are feeling like you're at the end of the rope and you don't know where to go and you're kind of stuck, this could be an idea to lean into to kind of free things up. All right, folks, after the break, your silver bullet of the week on Bulletproof Marketer. Here's the thing. And if you're a savvy enough marketer to be listening to the show, you know it. Today's customers know BS when they hear it. It's more important now than ever that your brand is ready to stand up to public scrutiny. Trust Relations, the first fully virtual integrated PR and marketing agency, can help you do just that. Their proprietary trust analysis is a unique brand assessment tool designed to safeguard your business against claims of inauthenticity. They're absolute experts in understanding every brand's unique story. And then amplifying it with the full suite of PR, media relations, and integrated marketing services. So if you're ready to rethink PR as you know it, leave the quote-unquote spin behind and share your brand's authentic story with the audiences that matter to your bottom line, you absolutely have to work with Trust Relations. Retainers start at a limited time monthly rate of 5K for a minimum five-month contract, which is absolutely a great way for you just to get super engaged with their process. Listeners of this show can redeem an, also an exclusive offer today. Use code TRBPM for a free trust analysis consultation. Just email businessdevelopment at trustrelations.agency and mention code TRBPM for a free trust analysis consultation. Terms and conditions apply. 
All right, we are back. Silver bullet time. What's the one thing I can tell you this week that you could instantly get benefit from? Okay. Don't sit and wait. Dive in. So when it comes to the flurry of new social media platforms and digital changes and restrictions and, and new rules and upgrades and all that stuff, don't sit on the sidelines. I say this all the time, but I think it's just really worth giving you this silver bullet again. Uh, if you are one of the people that follows the news and kind of waits on the sidelines and see how everything goes and yeah, get in there, you're missing half of the story, folks. You need to be in there while you're doing that because you want to see if it's real. Um, I hate saying fake news because it's kind of like beat to death, but fake news is really big when it comes to all of these digital trends, all of these platforms. There's so much opinion that is put out that doesn't, it's, and it's put out from digital marketers too, right? Everyone, I'm, I mean, this whole show, I'm giving you my opinion. Now, can someone else have a counter opinion to everything I've said? Could people change my opinion on this? Absolutely. But this is how I feel based on how I've gone through this. Opinions kind of make the world go around, but you need to have your own. You don't need to be fed an opinion in order to make something uh, viable for the campaign that you're running for yourself and clients or your company. So get your ass in there. Sign up for a new, Threads comes out. Sign up for a Threads account. Do you have to do it for your company? Absolutely, but just get the real estate and then do it personally. See how people are are interacting. Who's talking? What are they posting? Well, how many? How much engagement are they getting? This is what you need to be looking at. What type of content's really successful on Threads? What's not? And the same goes for all of these different um, different social media platforms. As they come up, get your company real estate. So get your company page, park it, and then create your own account separately that you can kind of go in and take a look. This is how you become bulletproof. This is how you can bring up topics during calls that impress people. This is how you are ahead of the curve. And this is where you need to live. After the break, we'll wrap it all up. Hey folks, if you really want to be a bulletproof marketer, then you need a secret weapon. Lean in, lean in, come on, a little bit more. Psychology infused marketing strategy. Boom. And that's what our friends at Cornell Content Marketing specialize in. From human-centric SEO that also makes the Google gods happy to content and copy that break down barriers to buying and form long-lasting bonds with your target audience, Cornell knows what your buyers are thinking and also, more importantly, how they want to feel and then how you can give them what they want with your marketing. If you want to get your audience 80 to 90% sold before your buyers ever reach out to you, then you need to talk to Ray Cornell at Cornell Content Marketing. So you want to learn more? Learn more and book a call at CornellContentMarketing.com. Again, that is Cornell, C-O-R-N-E-L-L, contentmarketing.com. Go, do it now. All right, folks. Really good show today, I hope. I hope we got some good information um, out to out to you. Lots of, lots of opinions of my own. But I want you to kind of see from my perspective of working in this for so long, what I think about all of these changes, like LinkedIn, 
throwing out some new AI options and streaming ad options and TikTok launching some e-commerce options and Instagram monetizing the accounts through subscriptions. Those are all things that are going to be, subscriptions is something that's kind of going to grow and so is AI. So you want to keep it, keep your eye on those. Um, and also feel free to try them out as soon as you're able to on your accounts. So make sure to look for those features. And social media is not dead. It's live and it's live and kicking and constantly evolving. So don't give up on it. It is a part of your marketing strategy that is viable and does create conversions. Um, BPM versus Stockholm syndrome. We talked about how to create the human angle for your brand. Tie, um, tie your brand into some charitable giving and charitable involvement. Do some volunteer work. Just become more socially conscious. And it's a really great way to kind of uh, elevate what's going on in your campaign. And then the silver bullet today was, hey, don't sit on the sidelines, get in the game. Uh, don't follow all the news of, this, uh, of the platforms that have just rolled out to see if you should be getting involved and then wait, wait, wait until you get something that's compelling. Get your ass in there while you're reading it. Try it out. See how things are going and talk to your peers. Look for, look for chat rooms where you can talk to other people that are in your position. Another big hint is Slack has really fantastic communities that are invite only that you can get in and have conversations about very specific topic, topics like this with other people that are either entrepreneurs, business owners, marketing, marketing um, professionals, et cetera. So check that out too and, and discuss things. Just don't wait. The thing is that if you want to be bulletproof, you're the person that gets in there first. You're not the person that gets in there last. After everyone tells you, hey, it's a great ride. You want to get in there, okay? You are the thought leader. You are not the thought follower. So that's it for today, folks. Um, again, I would love for you to get value on a daily basis through our newsletter. Please go to gosalesandmarketing.com. You'll see the pop-up. Sign up right there and you'll get our daily email newsletter immediately. Monday through Friday, we go through all of the best of the best digital marketing um, newsletters on many different topics, email marketing, SEO, uh, digital advertising, all this kind of stuff. And you'll get that directly into your inbox um, from our team of experts. So, all right, folks, I got to go. Be kind, be authentic, and be bulletproof. Until next time. <laughs>